Breaker Breaker, this is Adonis, a.k.a. Honey Bear. Roger, Adonis, this is the Tempest, over. Tim for a little storm. Welcome to Brother Brother, over. Reading you loud and clear, Big Bear. Sounds like you're driving on a podcast that is part therapy, part tongue-in-cheek, over. 10-4, 10-4, this road is all real talk. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review, over. <laughs> you are dumb. You need help. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone, welcome to the Brother to Brother podcast. Uh, if you got here by mistake, you know, I'd love to know what you clicked. But for the you regular listeners, obviously, this is a podcast. Part therapy, part tongue-in-cheek, all real talk. We are back, episode 51. Made it to 50 to our half-life and still moving. We're going to make that century mark. I can see it. I can feel it. Can you feel it coming but in the wind tonight? In the air tonight? I do. Uh, I do feel it coming in the air tonight. It's all right. I'll fuck that we'll up. edit that out in post. <laughs> <laughs> Except we won't. Except <laughs> for we shall not. Um, but per usual, we're going to start things out with the Carson Corner. And... Reg, I don't know how your weekend was last weekend, but mine was amazing. Uh, I had a bachelor party on Saturday, which was amazing, as I already said. Uh, we did uh, Drunk Olympics, which I'd love to see was amazing. at one of these. Oh, no, that shit was divine, Reg. Mm. Uh, did it in the rain all day. Uh, took the gold medal in buckets. Took second place in cornhole. Got to play against Clark, who's my normal partner for the first time. Um, neither, I, neither one of us beat the other one. I think we actually tied on points, but his team obviously beat me, beat my partner, but we did a great job. It was amazing finals. And, um, didn't even place in, in, uh, beer pong, which. What? I know. Didn't even place, man. How did that happen? Didn't even place. Uh, we played against the champions in the first round and they beat us and then did not stop until they had won it all. Trust me, I am just as shocked as, as you are. And I had a good partner, too. I mean, we yeah. were... It, it wasn't an ass-kicking when we lost, but it was a single elimination, so... Oh, okay. Well, it was a single elimination. No. That explains it. Yeah, you just get booted right out of the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was a pretty good weekend. And then Sunday, doubleheader after the bachelor party, which was... Obviously tough for us. Luckily, it was an 11 o'clock and 12-15 game. Uh, but I went, let's see, I went 7-4-9 uh, over the two games. Uh, four RBIs, a couple of runs spread out in there. Uh, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good weekend. I was exhausted and couldn't do anything else the rest of the day. But it was uh, all in all pretty good. Well, that's good, that's good. Uh, my weekend was kind of low key. Uh, I was gonna, I was thinking about flying uh, up, but then I was like, yeah, I just want to be a good weekend to do that. Uh, so instead, I, I picked up some extra hours, did some stuff like that. Um, my car, I took my car into the shop to get it fixed um, because of the, you know, because of the accident and all that. And the other person took fault, so I didn't have to pay for anything. But they had my car for a good week. Um, at first, they were like, oh, yeah, this would be an easy fix. But then when they started to, you know, do the repairs, they're like, oh, yeah, your bumper's cracked and everything. So they had to replace the whole front bumper and the side panels. And then, um, yeah, so I had a rental car for about a week. And I was like, hell, let me, since I'm not paying for a mileage or anything like that, 
let me enjoy this shit. So I, I took some, like, there's some places I've wanted to hike that are like, you know, far away. I'm talking about like two, three hours. And that's not far. Well, I mean, it is to, to be like, I don't want to, I, I don't know, put this under cheap motherfucker, <laughs> but I don't want to put like that kind of mileage on my car. You know, like, I don't want to uh... drive all the way to Asheville to go hiking and whatnot. What? That's not even far. It's far enough for me. Anyway, point being, so I I did. So I took the opportunity. I was like, well, I'm gonna, you know, go out there. And then I I went. One of the places I went was a Stone Mountain Park. And God, what a beautiful place that is! Like that was legit the best hike I've ever been on. Uh, There was this nice little waterfall that you could actually, you know, enjoy the waterfall. But at the bottom was this like. pond pool kind of place you know and people are just hanging out mm-hmm. there and, and matter of fact there was this lady who started up smoking and i was like how are you gonna just smoke weed in the in a state park that's like a federal fucking offense you know fuck that noise do that girl Hold up. more power to but you but then lady. she was like passing around she like she and her boyfriend were like you know you got anybody want to puff it i was like that is awesomeness but at the same time you know yeah that's because it's because marijuana is a social drug that brings people together it's the reason why they try to make it illegal. They want us fighting amongst each other. They're trying to divide us. If we were all high in a drum circle, mm-hmm. peace, Reg. Peace. peace. Okay. So, yeah, so that was that was one of my, like, the best hike I've ever had. It was about six miles, all told and done. But, like, it was some steep climbing. And at, at, at the summit, I had lunch, and I was just, like, sitting up there above the mountains and the tree line and all that. It was like so fucking beautiful. And then there were like eagles and stuff, uh, flying around. And, and because it was so high, you could actually see them flying, but they were kind of like below you. Cause I like, you go this little, this overhang and, and just look down and it was just, you know, somebody like me who's afraid of heights, but I, I got over that just to enjoy myself. You know, I spent about an hour just having lunch and just enjoying the view and all that. So, um, that's been, that's like the highlight of, of my week. Well, I am again, jealous of all the hiking you've been doing. Um, you've been catching a lot of Pokemon while you've been hiking. Uh, at Stone Mountain, I couldn't because there was no cell signal. Um, Motherfucker. yeah. Oh, funny story. <laughs> I had to get gas on the way, um, out of the park. I was like, Oh, I got to get gas because, um, you know, I was running out of gas. And then I was driving down the road uh, on, on the way back to Charlotte. And I stopped at this one gas station. And it was just one of those move moments that I was like, nope. I, I nope the fuck out. Because when when I pulled up, first, the their pumps didn't have any, like, credit cards or anything like that. A credit card reader. Which is, you know, not a problem. But then on the outside, it was like this porch thing. And there are these three old guys in, in this old lady and they were just out there you know they had a spit can and shit i was like uh-uh, i've seen enough scary movies <laughs> so i looked at him nope the fuck <laughs> out and drove away nope i'll run out of gas thank you yeah. <laughs> and the funny yeah. thing was i only had like 15 miles or so i was like i hope there's another gas station 15 mm-hmm. miles <laughs> Yeah, your black radar started going off. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Danger. There's Danger. nothing good about that. I mean, it's all stereotypical, I know, but. <laughs> nah, I mean, I think it's for a reason. You know, yeah. you're like, these might be the nicest people in the world. It's very possible. Right. They also might have bodies in there. Yeah, you know, I'm out there yeah, all like... by myself. No cell signal. I was like, nope. 
Uh, so yeah, but yeah, I have been catching a lot of Pokemon and stuff. Like it, it has helped me to actually get back into running and and all and things like that. Uh, I, I found this. There's a trail, this uh, Carolina Thread Trail, like all over North Carolina, and like um, there's one downtown and uh, Freedom Park. So I, I ran that yesterday. Um, I had to do intervals because I'm I, I haven't been running a lot and I'm not in shape, unfortunately. So I did intervals, but then uh, when I finished, I kind of walked around the park for a bit, caught some Pokemon and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thankful for the Pokemon thing just because it's like it's forcing me to get back out there and and I'm having fun and, and losing weight and shit. Like I'm two pounds from being I'm two pounds away from being the lightest I've ever been in my like adult life. So kudos there. What? Yeah, man, good work. I am quite jealous of that. I um, a couple of weeks ago, I finished my diet bet challenge, and I lost uh, seventeen pounds over the over the challenge. Mm-hmm. And I've probably put five back on as of yesterday. I didn't eat much today, so I probably lost a little bit because I was able to get a little bit of workout in before, um, when I got home. But uh, I think. The thing for me I like about, you know, Pokemon is that when it keeps me, gets me walking, especially during the work when I'm, like, tired and my feet are, I like to tire from just sitting down. And it's also nice to uh, sort of push myself to, excuse me, to sort of push myself to um, walk the dogs when I'm, when I'm home. So, all in all, it works. I'm a fan of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I've, you know, I've, I've ranked up pretty quickly just because there are a billion Poke stops and all around where I work, so it's been a lot of fun. Still learning the uh, you know the nuances, but all in all, big fan. Yeah. Um. What are What are you right now? Like twenty three or something like that? Twenty four? I might be twenty four. I think I might have ranked up to twenty four uh, today. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um. The other day, I today. I'm not gonna lie. I don't care. It's a geek thing, and I can't be ashamed for my geekiness. Don't. Uh, uh, I was at Concord Mills, uh, which is a mall near us. Um, uh, and um, I, I forget why I was out there. But I was walking around, and then a raid started. I was like, well, let me see you know, what happens. You know, see if anybody shows up or anything like that. And then, I, so I go to the raid, and there is a group of like eight people and then everybody's just milling around and then four more people showed up and then beat the raid and i was like this is so cool it's like it's a concord mills is a place where you can always go to 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 like beat raids and stuff so you get a lot of you know goodies and stuff like that and i was like this is the geekiest thing i've ever done but i don't care I doubt that's the geekiest thing you've ever done. You've LARPed before, and that has got to be the geekiest oh, you know thing you've what? ever done. Okay, you're right. So I should, I should say the geekiest thing I've done in a long time? Yeah, definitely. 100%. I've never LARPed before. So I feel like I haven't reached um, the highest level of geekiness. Well, that's the thing. You're a lo- like a low-key geek because like, you do your dice thing or whatever. You know, You call it your dice game, but really it's like... Tabletop, tabletop, you know. <laughs> you, you try to you try to hide your geek 
stuff. I don't hide my geekness. I put pose. I I send photos out every time I do it, mm-hmm. and I got no problem with it. I just don't call it tabletop. I like dice game because that just sounds cooler. Right. That's what everyone should call it. You rolling dice? Call it a dice game, son. You passing. <laughs> you geek passing. <laughs> oh, that is all kinds of wrong. Um, uh, weird transition. But speaking of passing, poor Aretha Franklin passed uh, last week. Uh, I do she not been like feeling- this transition at all. <laughs> Why? Hey, listen. Sorry. Um, she passed after a bout with pancreatic cancer, which I didn't know she had cancer. I know she had been sick. Which was uh, basically one of the reasons why she had such um, an aggressive weight loss. But she didn't really tell too many people that it was patri- pancreatic cancer until the very end. Most people didn't hear about it until she passed. But she wasn't the only person um, who passed away. Um, Kofi Annan, the former, uh, uh, what's he? Is it the um, Secretary Director? General? Secretary General, there it is. Former Secretary General of the United Nations. Kofi Annan did so much for third world nations, for African nations. Um, during his time as Secretary General, uh, he really put on the forefront the idea of nations helping the, the poor nations, but not just those, the Western nations that stole so much from them, the idea of them doing, um, what's it called, uh, string-free uh, assistance to nations, you know, not making it good lord woman come on um (laughs) not making it tied to you know you sell us your cocoa beans at a at a smaller rate or you take this loan from this bank you know um a lot of what he did uh for um african and third world nations and developing nations uh cannot be understated so to both of you guys rest in power and you didn't see it, but I pounded my chest and put a black fist up. Okay, okay. That's for all you people who uh, do not get the YouTube channel channel that we don't have. Um, but one last thing before we go. A movie that I have not seen, only because the last two weeks I have been traveling, and then obviously last week I had a bachelor party. Well, in other news, uh, Michael Cohen, Paul Manafort, it's been a big week for Trump. Or a bad week. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, Paul Manafort was uh, found guilty on eight of the 18 charges. Uh, one woman was a holdout on the other 10 charges. From what I understand, she was a holdout because she didn't want to... I guess she was trying to protect Trump. It's basically what I understand is the reason that she was holding out. That just doesn't make sense to me because it's like, do you not think the other eight charges are going to look bad for Trump? Like, where where's your head at, lady? At this point, where's your head at? Yeah, but also it's like, I, I don't, that seems like really bad for, you know, the, the, the fact that they couldn't weed somebody like that out. You know, You know what I mean? Oh, no, it's terrible, because you're basically just like, how did this motherfucker make it in? Yeah. Like, if you're literally like, I can't vote for the... I I think he's guilty, but I don't want to harm Trump, so I'm not going to vote for him? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, so, um, what do you... Do you think this is going to, uh... How do you think this is going to play out? 
Um, here's where I'm at right now. I'm, do you I'm, mean? Do you think it matters? Yeah. Do, do does it matter? Because like right now, here's where I'm at. I don't think it matters. Uh, at, at, like when I first heard about the conviction, I was like, get ready for all the think pieces about how this is the beginning of the end. And I'm like, how many times have we had beginnings of the end? It's just like, I hate to say it, but it's it does feel like. Trump is kind of like Teflon, you know, like there's nothing that's going to stick to him. And, and that being said, this is where I'm at right now. I'm like, is his base, is 30% of the Republican base still for him? Um, is the, you know, more investigation still going on? And then are the Republicans in charge of uh, Congress? If, you know, if the answer to any of those questions are, are, are most of those questions, two out of three is still yes, then, then, you know, Stop talking about how this is the beginning of the end. You know, this is not going to be the beginning of the end until midterms. I don't think no matter what happens, midterms is going to determine what happens, you know, moving forward. Because um, if the Democrats don't take back one, if not both houses of Congress, um, and and let's say worst case scenario, Republicans control both con- both houses, then there's nothing that Mueller can come back with that will you know, force them to do anything. He could come back and say that, you know, he was working with Putin or, I mean, they could be like Baron is Putin's kid and and they won't impeach this guy, you know? So uh, unless the Republicans lose control, there's really nothing. I think that will be the beginning of the end. I kind of, I get where you're coming from. It's hard to look at anything that's happening, understanding just really how the Republicans have been working. They're like, we don't give a fuck about anything, you know? We don't care about, um, we don't care about the way the public feels. We don't care about what has happened in the past. They basically will do what the fuck they think whenever they think. So that makes it difficult to see how this actually helps. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Cohen um, and and um, all the other people who will come out because of what he says. I think what's interesting about Cohen is it seems like, and this is just you know early early news, so we, we really don't know exactly what's going on and how this is gonna flush out and fix everything. But it seems like more people are kind of like we don't need Cohen. And if, you know, if that's true, then that does kind of spell danger for the president. If they're like, if they got Cohen to flip and he, they're like, we really don't need him. Then like, what are they holding on to? You know, that's got to be some really serious shit. I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, you know, I hear that they just gave immunity to the uh, guy who owns a bunch of uh, uh, celebrity magazines, which, you know. You know, he's got a bunch of stories on Trump. The question is just, what, will there be one big thing that breaks the camel's back, or will there be so many that even the Republicans have to uh, be like, yo, man, you went past what Nixon did? Yeah, but I think, you know, it's been said before, but if uh, Nixon had had a Fox News, he would never have had to resign, and I kind of feel the same here. But I think we're going to have to wait and see, really. But I, I do find it interesting that, you know, that, that whole QAnon conspiracy, all these people who think that this is all 3D chess and, and and Trump and, you know, like this really crazy, rapid, hardcore base of Trump 
you know, they're losing their shit because they don't know how, you know, Paul Manafort could be convicted if, you know, the deep state is actually working for Trump or some shit. It's all crazy cuckoo bananas, but uh, I, I guess we'll wait and see. And I, I just, I hope that this is the beginning of the end, but uh, I'm not holding my breath, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I'm like, I'm not optimistic that, uh, I'm not optimistic that it will matter, but I'm hoping that this is the place that we'll look back and say, this is, that was the cannon hole shot through the hole that started the leak that eventually took the ship down. Mm-hmm. That's the best you can hope for at this point. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't want to talk about Yemen, I guess. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about, because we mentioned this last episode, you had your rant basically about the Catholic Church. And last Sunday was the first Sunday that congregations were meeting after the you know scathing report came out. And the articles I read on Monday... Some Sunday night, but mostly Monday, just gave me so little hope for anything ever happening or changing. Because one, you have this bishop in in Pennsylvania who was at various levels throughout the years. He's now a cardinal, I think. He's either cardinal or bishop, and he's basically being like, "I don't know why I should step down." And it's like, "Yo, man, even if you didn't intentionally do shit, you have shit all over you because you were just rolling around with the pigs." You. You should be like, I will step down so that we can have clean leadership that's moving forward. But of course he doesn't, and all these people are supporting him. And even worse than that, I saw this report, um, an article, I want to say in the New York Times, uh, but it was done in um, conjunction with a bunch of different newspapers around the country where they had reporters who basically went and talked to Catholics throughout the week and on the weekend about, you know, how's the report making you feel and what do you think about the direction of the church and... The number of people who are just like, I think this is good for the church because it shows that we need more prayer. We need more family involvement. I'm saying everything but accountability. Like, these guys need to go to jail. These guys need to be, you know, ostracized or excommunicated or removed from the church. Like, everyone's talking as if it's a disaster in a far part of the world. And if you pray hard enough, it'll get better. No one's talking about real actionable um ideas and yeah because that's the thing like the pope could if he wanted to say to everybody turn over everything that you have you know and turn over these people and and you know like there are things that the church could do they could excommunicate or censor some of these people they could defrock these guys you know but they're just not doing it it's kind of you know it's like like we said it's it's really disheartening Yeah, it's just, I don't know what to say. And um, being a person who was raised Catholic, looking at this from one foot in, one foot out, it's just like, you wonder why people are so upset with the church, not just Catholics, but out people who are outsiders who are just looking like, your response shouldn't be asking for more prayers. Like, that's, 
that's not what we need. What we need is for someone to stand up and start naming these people and removing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not good enough to say, well, we feel bad and, you know, we abandon these people. You've, you've been saying that for years. Stop feeling bad for people and start doing something. Yeah, it's that whole, you know, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but like that whole thoughts and prayers bullshit. You know, um, thoughts and prayers are good, but then God also calls us to, you know, do some action, you know. That's just the thing for me, like, do something. For the love of God, do something. Just, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, in other news, more, I guess, happier news, Crazy Rich Asians premiere, uh, came out last week. Um, to do. Uh, have you seen this, Jonathan? I have not seen it. Um, as I mentioned with Black uh, Klansmen, and well, not, I basically, as I said, I've, I've had some busy weekends, and it's been nearly impossible for me to get out. And this work week in particular, um, I had a couple of big meetings that kept me at work late, and my boss is going to be gone the next couple of business days, so I spent a lot of time getting stuff prepared so that he can be gone three full days, stress-free, without having to worry about mm-hmm. You know, any junk, but it would be nice for me next week, I'm hoping, mainly because my movie pass runs out at the end of the month. Uh, it'd be nice to um, catch some more movies. Yeah, just catch them mm-hmm. before they go. And once this uh, month is up, I'll be getting the, what's it called, AMC pass because, yeah. mm-hmm. man, fuck Fuck movie pass. I mean, that's a whole. We've already talked about how bad movie pass is and how shitty it got. And Reg mentioned it at the very, very beginning that this just wasn't a sustainable um, business plan. But uh, it's yeah, funny to me, all the apologists for movie pass, and I'm not gonna name names, um, but uh, you know, people were like, "You're just being negative, and and this is gonna work out," and and this is the guy behind Redbox and Netflix, and I was like, "Okay, you know," but that's. Those were steady revenue streams. You know, this one is one where you're losing money out the gate, you know, and it's just I always thought it was something shady. And now that it's coming to an end, uh, you know, it is what it is. And and truth be told, I kind of feel like Netflix might be coming going the same way. Uh, And the reason I say that is because they're spending a lot of money on movies. And the thing about it is. Those movies that they're making. I think some of them are hit or miss. Some of them are pretty good. But the point, but the problem is that they're going straight to you know Netflix, you know, straight to streaming. So it's not like we're paying to go see those movies. At least we're not paying more than the ten or twelve dollars a month that we pay for Netflix, you know. So it's like I don't. It, it, how do you spend sixty million dollars on a movie, and then you don't? There's no way to make money off of that. Like I, I don't know. Understand where Netflix is going with that one. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. It seems kind of pointless, but... And not only that, so many subscription things are coming out now. Yeah. I mean, you know, DC's trying to do theirs. Disney's about to do theirs. I know um, Black Panther's going to be the last movie, last Marvel movie on Netflix. Um, and then from... Or maybe it was Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be the last one on Netflix. It might be that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, moving forward... They're going to have Disney and Marvel are going to have their own. DC's going to have their own. All these people are doing their own thing. And I think everyone is sort of screwing themselves. 
Because what I think is going to happen is what happens now. One person's going to get DC. One person's yeah. going to get Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One person's going to get Disney. And we're all just going to share our codes. Right. Because there's no way I'm spending because- 10 bucks a month on Disney, 10 bucks a month on DC, 10 bucks a month on Marvel, 20 bucks a month on Netflix, 15 bucks a month on who? No one's doing all that. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like that's what everybody's talking about. Like the joke is, uh, we'll all get one. Like, and, and it's, it's true because, I mean, we all wanted a la carte cable, and they want to give us to give it to us. So then you know, they they did this whole everybody did this cord cutting thing, and um, you know we're sharing around our Netflix and Hulu passwords and stuff because you could have it on like five devices or whatever. You know, things like that. So, I mean, it, it, it only stands to make sense and it's reasonable. Well, reasonable-ish. I mean, that's just... We live in a society where, like, we're trying to get over on the man because the man has been f- screwing us over for so long. You know, they made it like an adversarial thing. Like, and I, I kind of blame the way uh, the MPAA went after Napster and all that stuff, you know? Um, they, they basically went off their file sharing and Napster and platforms like that, that were making it easy and accessible. And then it was, it would have been one thing if they just took that stuff down, but then they went to war with their own customers, you know, making them criminals and taking them to court and stuff like that. So, uh, I think you, they created a whole generation of people that weren't loyal to like those people and were determined to get it as cheaply and easily as they could. And then, you know, by the time we had like an iTunes and stuff like that, it's just you had to jump through so many freaking hoops to get the shit that you wanted, you know, like DMR and and all that crap. So it was just it was just easier to to get around the gatekeepers. But, you know, I mean, I kind of I'm interested in some of this stuff, but like you have, you know, CBS all uh, was it CBS all access Mm -hmm. like their Star Trek shows. And it's like, I just cannot some of these people are putting the cards before the horses. They're trying to come out with a service before they've come out with a reason to get the service. Like, I cannot pay $8 a month or whatever it is for CBS All Access for one television show. For, just for Star yeah. Trek. Yeah, for 20 episodes a year. Fuck that. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. And that's the way, like, I almost signed up for the DC one today because you it's like 5 bucks a month if you pre-order it. Oh, I need like five seventy five a month. I kind of want to do that because it's like I think with taxes it's like seventy two bucks for a year, and I'm like that's probably worth it. Not only is uh, it worth it because you get all the stuff that they're coming out with. I mean, Swamp Things game, Teen Ju- uh, Teen Titans, then or just Titans, I guess it's called, and then you know Young yep, Justice. Young Justice. But then you also get back. like uh, access to uh, comics and stuff. That Not alone. Just comics, you- is kind of you get it. all you get all of their animated stuff that they've already come out with. That alone for me was the reason why I was like, I think I want to do this just because I can see all the Batman movies. I don't have to buy them or hope that they're on Netflix or whatever. Batman animated um, series, Batman Beyond. Yep. Is Static Shock on there? Uh, that's a good question. I bet it is. It's a DC one. I mean, they it looked like their lineup is humongous, but for like you know Disney and Marvel. All I'm really getting is the Marvel MCU, and I already have all the MCU movies. The thing about the Disney one is Disney is so big, I'm kind of curious to see what they put on there. Because, I mean, they bought up all those Fox properties and stuff like that. So, like, are the X-Men going to be there? Um, Yeah. 
Well, I'm hoping that they don't do a Disney one, a Marvel one, or Disney one, and then like a slide one that's like Marvel and all the comics that we've acquired. Because I'll be pissed if they try and split and make you buy two. I think... Like, oh, do you just want Mickey Mouse and yeah. shit, or do you want comics and shit? But I guess the problem I would have with the Disney one is... Would I love to be able to see Lion King on demand whenever I want to? Hells yeah. But how often am I going to look at old Disney movies and stuff like that, you know? Exactly. If, if, if I, I guess with if Disney, I, I need new content. And I just don't know if that new content is going to kind of be worth it. Because, like, they're coming out with uh, uh, another season or a reboot of um, Rebels. Not Rebels. Um, Clone Wars or something. Yeah, but it's like I mean I I looked at the trailer. I'm just not all that interested because it's like it seems to be right after Clone Wars and leading into Rebels. I'm like again prequel stuff. I mean I don't know. It's just I I kind of want something new at this point. I mean it could be good and I'm sure it is. But Rebels was fucking amazing. So, but I just right now I, I need more than just another Star Wars show. Yeah, um, yeah. I just don't see it happening for me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem. It seems like a um, a waste of money. But as we were stating, Crazy Rich Asians has uh, did exceptionally well this this um this weekend at the box office, and it truly has had a feel similar to Black Panther, and maybe not as strong. But it was nice to see uh, a bunch of people going out to support it, not just Asian people. Um, I myself, uh, you know, I'm not going to see the movie, but I donated to a local YMCA that were um, buying tickets to take uh, kids to go and see the movie. Mm-hmm. And they had done the same thing with The Wrinkle in Time and Black Panther. So, you know, I, you know, you donate. It was like you donate, uh, I think it was seven bucks a ticket and then the theater that's entrance and the theater gave him a small popcorn and drink so that's nice yeah not too bad so i just gave him a 10 told him to keep the change that's how i do (laughs) uh um yeah but the one thing the one thing i've i found interesting is like the over the well what i would consider over the top reactions to like crazy rich asians like i had a friend who was like i started crying two minutes in and then cried the entire movie and I was like, you cried the entire movie? She's like, yeah, my eyes were so red. And when I left, I was like, there's not a moment in that hour plus movie that you didn't stop crying. I was just so emotional. I was like, man, people must have hated you. I would have been like, yo, I get it. It's emotional. Please stop crying so I can understand what they're saying. But I, I understand that. I get that. You know, if, if you haven't seen it before, you know... I so I'm not gonna. No, no, I'm, I, I'm I'm not hating on it. I get what she's saying, but I'm just like, it's. I felt the same way when people were like, I cried all the way through Black Panther. No, you did not. You didn't cry all the way through Black Panther. You can. It's okay to say that I got emotional and it was great, but you don't got to be so super hyperbolic. But as I, even as I'm saying this now, I understand like what they you know that moment of seeing something you never thought. Or you hadn't seen in such a long time. For those in, uh, those who are old enough to remember when the Joy Luck Club and some of the other, the, some of the few um, Asian centric movies came out. Um, but I had this moment where I was like, "Oh, this is this is what it was like for everyone else when Black Panther was out." Where it's just like everyone's talking about it, 
and a lot of people are it means so much to people that uh they they just can't handle themselves over it yeah i mean and and that's the thing and and like with black panther though one thing i I think um that i kind of hate about this is the way that people are acting you know the the, basically the haters and and people with their hot takes you know Mm -hmm. you know like um the the idea that well that's not asian america i know or they use all these you know just hating all these little things i'm like you can't expect I've heard this a lot of places, so I I can't really just credit one person, but a lot of people are like, you can't expect this rom-com that has a bunch of, you know, that has an all-Asian cast to be everything for everyone, because, I mean, you don't expect it of of typical white uh, audience, white cast um, rom-coms, you know? Uh, Nobody expected a notebook to be everything for everybody, so you shouldn't put the same thing on, like, movies like Crazy Rich Asians or... um, or the black or Black Panther or, or or Get Out, you know, things like that. So like that's that's kinda where I'm at. And like I hate the fact that there's so many people out there you know, and, and I see I, I just hate that there's so many people out there slamming it for what it fails to do and not remembering that it's a rom com, you know? I mean, it's I don't know what big cultural statement you're expecting this to make. Um, well, I mean, I think those people are the people who will never be satisfied. Um, they're the people who, like you say, they're haters and they just, they will find any reason to put down what isn't specifically catered to them. Um, like I, I read this one review who was just, this guy was like, it's an all right rom-com movie. I don't understand what all the hub dubs is about. I've seen better ones. And it's just like, yeah, because one, it's not for you, regular old white dude. Uh, number two. The fact that you are so dense, either intentionally or unintentionally, which would be even worse, that you can't understand that, like, there has never been, uh, for many people, there has never been a movie that is centraled around Asian people, Asian themes, Asian culture, acted by Asians. You know, like, the fact that you can't get this is ridiculous. And the people I hate even worse than those people are the people who are like, well, you know, they have non-Chinese people playing Chinese people. It's they're like basically appropriating Chinese culture. It's like, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. how many white dudes do you know who play British people who aren't fucking British or Australian who aren't fucking Australian or American who aren't fucking American? You never say that shit about white movies. We're like, oh, can't believe they got an Australian to play a guy from New York. Or, like so, or that if, if you don't Cruise say that shit, where where he was a uh, fucking Nazis, German general, German generals, and yeah. straight up and then straight up American accent. I'm gonna try to do a German accent. Yeah, so like not I'm only that, talking, but like where were these people when uh, Scarlett Johansson was getting all these roles? Exactly. Where were you during Ghost in the Machine? Silent as fuck because you didn't care. But as soon as it's something that doesn't celebrate you or that's not something you can identify with. You gotta attack it. And that yeah. shit is fucking old. It's old. Uh, real quick, uh, Idris Elba has stated that he will not be the next James Bond. Crush, yeah, fucking with people's emotions. Fucking with everybody's hopes and dreams and. Fucking with people's emotions. Not cool, man. Uh, not and, cool. and and this is on top of the fact that they just lost their director. The director pro- parted ways. 
Um, and, and other unrelated news of people parting ways, uh, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine, uh, I think they parted ways with the Star Trek movie that was supposed to be coming out. Uh, so it looks like that's, it looks like the Star Trek franchise is kind of dead in the water. Um, real quick, Tom Cruise, I'm saying this here because American treasure. Oh, I wish you hadn't said that. Uh, I'm saying it here because I know Brent doesn't listen and I won't get any shit from him. But uh, Ving Rhames kind of did this uh, interview where he was talking about uh, Tom Cruise and he was like, I think Tom Cruise is too old to continue doing these stunts because all this stuff like that, you know. And then um, I was listening to a podcast, I think it was uh, The Weekly Planet, where they talk about Tom Cruise and his shenanigans and uh, how uh, he he's running everywhere and, and things like that and how some of the Mission Impossible movies kind of blend into themselves. I think that's complete bullshit. But anyway, my point is, it got me to think, and I was like, can you imagine a Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise isn't running and there isn't a chase scene or a motorcycle? I cannot imagine what that that uh, Mission Impossible will look like. You know, and it's like, it hit me that they're kind of cookie cutter in some sense, in some ways, and not necessarily in a good way. And... Then I had a kind of epiphany, and uh, again, I'm saying it here so I don't get shit from Brent, but I think I'm over Tom Cruise. I just think you just allowed some haters to persuade you, <laughs> especially considering the fact that you love Fast and Furious movies. I do. Literally, I do. They haven't made, Reg, they haven't made a new concept in the Fast and Furious since the first one. That's all not those true. Movies, all That's not true. That's not true. They're all the, the the safe through Brazil, the the uh, impossibly all long the runway. Come on, man. And and that's my point. That's their Jason gimmick. Jason Statham Let's... and Vin Diesel had a fight with freaking tire irons. Are you kidding me? Again, that is their gimmick. They put them in. They're like, let's put them in an impossible situation against inept police and law enforcement against a villain who's like really good but somehow when they combine their little tactics together they still somehow make it work like aside from a few deaths that you didn't see coming um i'm not gonna have you i'm not gonna sit here and have you talk shit about fast and furious i'm just saying that that literally is a cookie cutter movie so i don't understand why i understand why it's bad for mission impossible that they have i mean they're spies Spies are supposed to be. I mean, yeah. Do you want to do like a real spy th- uh, thriller where you see him sitting in a country for two, two years, acting like a librarian, so he can get into this one thing and still one um, file off a computer and then okay. walk back into Langley? I'm like, no saying, one wants to see I'm that not fucking movie. The Mission Impossible movies are bad. They're not. They're great. I love them. I'm just like, I, I guess maybe I am at a. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying now. I think about it. I'm. I just. Tom Cruise. Doesn't sound like it. Tom Cruise. Uh, I guess uh, I know what it was. Uh, it, it had something in part to do with Mile Twenty Two, and that the fact that there are some actors that seem to always do the same thing, and like they're they are themselves in every movie that they're in, or this caricature of themselves. You know, Mark Wahlberg is always Mark Wahlberg. Vin Diesel is always Vin Diesel. And then I was like, Tom Cruise is always Tom Cruise in every movie, and. I guess maybe I, I'm just questioning whether they're called action stars. I know. I, I question whether I enjoy seeing that person every time. I guess is what oh, I'm coming at. You, God, you're the worst sometimes. Like, 
Would you say that about Schwarzenegger? He's literally the same person in every single movie. But I guess I like that person. I like Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I mean, me too. I like all these. I don't. I don't even understand what your point of contention for. While all of a sudden you don't like Tom Cruise, I, I'm not saying I, I don't like he, him. I, I still you just do. said I'm over him. That means I'm, you okay. don't like them. That I, I'm literally is what I'm I over. Might something. be over the mistake. I guess might be. That's a that's a big might. I'll see when he comes out with his next movie. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm over this whole discussion of you trying to figure out what you are. Here's a question, though. Uh, if you had to eliminate all the movies from these guys, I'm going to put up uh, Wesley Snipes, yep. uh, Jason Statham, Vin yep. Diesel, yep. Uh, Tom Cruise, yep. Schwarzenegger, and yep. uh, I said Snipes, right? Yep. I said The Rock. No, you didn't. You said Vin Diesel. Okay. No, I said The Rock. No, you didn't. Okay, well, I'll start over. You said you snipes. Said snipes. Uh, okay, snipes. The Rock, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, Jason, Jason Statham, Statham, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, and then you said Schwarzenegger. You didn't say The Rock the first time. Okay, I'm gonna leave out Schwarzenegger, but those five. Who do you eliminate? Jason Statham in a heartbeat. Wow. It's not even a question. Where are you keeping him in for? You're right. You're right. He's he's done nothing in his career that's better than Blade, let alone Blade Two. I, I don't know. Snatch, it. Snatch, and Lock, two, Lockstock. That's that's yeah, really but, the only thing he's got going for him. I'm, yeah, I'm but you could, re, you could re you could recast someone in his in his thing, and it wouldn't skip a beat. Okay. You couldn't make you couldn't recast Wesley Snipes in the nineties with anyone and it work. Samuel Jackson was not doing that shit. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll go with Statham too. I, yeah, I would keep Snipes. Uh not not just because of Blade, but um New Jack City. Yep. Uh White Man Can't Jump. Um I mean Snipes is he it's been a while since he's done a lot of good stuff. But he owned but the nineties if, if He owned know? the nineties. I mean he, he was didn't, the he black didn't own it, star. but he was one of the guys owning it. Dude, he was until I'll tell you this. If Will Smith doesn't come around, I bet you he gets a lot of Will Smith roles. I bet you he's the guy. Will Smith nice could not have black. done Independence Day. He he could not No, but he could have done he could have done Men in Black. N- no. No. Well, come on. What range did you need to have for Men in Black? He, Let's be he for didn't real. have. I don't think he had the. No, that was a Will Smith only. You could not recast Men in Black. I think you could. You it's just Wesley Snipes would have to be the K role. Okay, well, and you'd okay, have to get well, someone else see, to be in the Watchmen. That's the thing, though. Then you're not recasting Wesley Snipes. You're recasting Tommy Lee Jones. I'm recasting the whole movie. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay, here's another one. Uh, I'm gonna go with some classics. Uh, Wesley Snipes, throwing that in there because he probably should not have been the first one. But anyway, Wesley Snipes, uh-huh. Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. Stallone, Van Damme, Ooh. and let's throw in Jackie Chan just to have a five. Well, Jackie Chan's staying. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger's staying. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to Van Damme and Snipes. Really? And... 
And Brent might get mad at this, but I think I'm getting rid of Van Damme. Oh. You know who I'm getting rid of? Who? Stallone. Nah, man. I love can't Rambo, get but I could, I could do Rocky, without Rambo. I don't Rambo. care about Rocky, though. So th- that's kind of part of it, too. I, I have... I give no shits about Rocky. And the fact you like oh, Creed Well, you, you haven't even seen all the Rocky movies, have you? Yeah, I have. Well, hold on. I take it back. I saw... You probably only see Creed. Which which is the one where he comes back? Rocky Balboa? When he's old? Yeah. Okay, I haven't... I saw all the ones before that one. Nah, I... Which... The third one is one where uh, Creed's father dies, or, or Apollo Creed dies. That's right. That's Rocky Four with uh, Drago. Okay, so yeah, seen up to four, because the fifth one mm-hmm. is Rocky Balboa, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I can't do it because you got Creed, you got Rocky, you got um, the Expendables. I like the first two; they're not great movies, but they're fun movies. Uh, but I mean, come on, Rambo First Blood, Over the Top. Uh, not to mention Demolition Man, Cobra. You can recast, Dread, Dread, you you can can recast get Demolition Man. Uh, maybe would probably have been a better movie uh no i judge dread wasn't a bad movie because of him he was literally <laughs> the only good part of judge dread the issue was writing in that movie no i just there's just too many movies of his i want to get rid of the rockies um daylight which was an underrated movie Hawkland as well the one where they're stuck in the uh tunnel man you can't get out of here with that i mean come on, let's look at van damme i mean because van damme Bloodsport alone is That's all he has. That's all he has. Is, blood, is blood sport. sport. Are you kidding That's me? It. He has blood sport. Blood uh, sport. Double impact. Double impact. Kickboxer. That's it. Okay, so he has five JCVD. movies. JCVD. He has. I'll give you blood sport. I'll give you kickboxer. I'll give you double impact. I'll give you universal soldier. I'll give you time cop. The rest of it is all garbage stuff. It's basically the same movie. Hard Target? Get the fuck out of here. All those can go. Legionnaire? Go. Cyborg? Gone. No. Desert Heat? Gone. 3,000 different Universal Soldiers? Gone. <laughs> well, I like some, some of the Universal Soldiers. The the, the uh, straight-to-DVD ones I, are, I find to be fun. Enjoyable. They're hilarious. But, but, but that's because good. I like B-movies, so... I just think if you put the, his top, Sean Claude Van Damme's top 10 versus Rocky's top 10, and he crushes him. And I'm telling you, that's the reason for me it comes down to Snipes or Van Damme, and Snipes movies are just better. Um, obviously, we said The Blades, Demolition Man, New Jack City, Passenger 57. Whoop, whoop. Always bet on black. U.S. Marshals, White Men Can't Jump. Money Train, underrated. The Art of War, underrated. Major League, motherfucking Major League. He definitely can't go. That's my favorite sports movie. Major League. Too yeah, long he's food. in there. Rising Sun, Jungle Fever. Damn, this man was in a lot of movies back in the... He just crushed the 90s. Drop Zone? Motherfucker got a ride named after a movie. Yeah, nah, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's there. He is there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. Uh, are we still doing a racing? Is that what we're doing right now? 
It doesn't matter. Uh, we can do whatever. Cool. I'm going to keep going then. Um, right, right. I have one for you, and, and you and I discussed this um, earlier, but uh, mine is only four. One's got to go. Denzel, Samuel L. Jackson, Morgan Freeman, or Will Smith. And I'm talking everything from their movies to their television to their music if they have music. The only reason I can do this one quickly is because uh, we. this is kind of the impetus for what started this whole topic that we're doing right now. But uh, you, you brought it up yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, Samuel Jackson's got to go. What? I was that was my original thing last night, and that's the way it should be. There's nothing that Samuel Jackson has done that is that beats anything in the top five of of Will Smith. That beats anything in the top ten. Agreed. Of of uh, Morgan Freeman or um, Denzel's, and and that's where we disagree. So here's my thing. Um, I look at Morgan Freeman. Obviously, his these are his heavy hitters. Um, Shawshank, mm-hmm. Seven, mm-hmm. Um, Glory, mm-hmm. Driving Miss Daisy, mm-hmm. uh, Lean on Me. Mm-hmm. Those are five real strong movies. And maybe and now that I'm looking at more of this, I'm like, I might be waffling again. This one's real be, tough. Because you know what else? Even his bad movies are better than Samuel Jackson's. Uh, um, I'm thinking Bruce Almighty. Uh, I didn't. I I watched both of those once and was not impressed. Wanted. But I'm just like, not just Wanted, Red, Chain Reaction. Yeah. Nurse Betty's a good movie. So, so Lucky Number Seven. Lucky Number Seven. So Morgan Freeman is automatically... Off Lego movie? Damn. So who's next? Let's go with Will Smith. Who's oh, what? No, the Will weakest. Smith. No, Will Smith is is untouchable. Okay. Okay. So he's Will more. Smith is... In my mind, Will Smith is more untouchable than than Morgan Freeman. You, you, just 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 for, Fresh, just for Fresh, just for Fresh Prince of. Listen for Fresh Prince of Bel Air plus his 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 move his uh rock, not rock his rap music career, that alone. Plus, I mean, listen, I like Morgan Freeman, but I like Will Smith movies more. You know what? Will Smith might be untouchable because of Fresh Prince alone. That was an important I, show. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I'm looking at Samuel Jackson. I don't count any of the the same way. I, I don't really count um, the Nolan Batman movies for Morgan Freeman because he was in so little of it. Uh, it's the same way I feel about Morgan Freeman and the Marvel movies and the Incredible movies that. Um, just like you know, he's in there, but just not in there long enough for it to make for it to count in his overall set. I don't know about that, but well, as far as I, I count it as the even. But then I'm looking at his best movies. It's like you know, obviously he was important to Django. Pulp Fiction is the big one. Um, I know you hate Unbreakables, but I'm a big fan of that movie. Uh, but then you have some of his old stuff, like he was in Goodfellas. He had a small role in um, Coming to America. Obviously, that could be recasted. The Negotiator, under-fucking-rated Jackie probably, Brown. That might be my favorite. Uh, Samuel Jackson, Jackson movie? movie? Dude, A Time to Kill? Somebody else could have done that role. I don't think so. I think he did. I can't see Denzel doing that role. I think he'd do it, but it wouldn't. He, it doesn't have the rage that... Um, Samuel Jackson communicated. But that's the one thing 
No one does angry blackmail like Samuel Jackson. I'm sorry, just no one does. Right, but I mean, that's all he does is angry black I, guy. That's not true. And, and I, I take like, that back. I take that back. He doesn't do angry black guy. He just does yelly dude. Like that's his that's his thing. Black Snake Moan's a good one. Deep uh, Deep Blue Sea. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Damn, that's a good fucking movie. Snakes on a plane. Jungle Fever, the kill. Oh, yeah, he wasn't Kill Bill too. I forgot. But then again, that's only a little bit. Yeah, one eight seven. Um, but, but I'm society. saying you compare that to Denzel. There's no comparison. No, I'm just comparing it to Morgan Freeman because Denzel's untouchable. Well, then as far yeah, it's you were gonna eliminate same. Morgan Freeman. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next one, Jonathan. That's ridiculous. You're being well, ridiculous. I didn't look at. I was looking at what you got. I forgot about some of his older movies. I was thinking about the movies he's come out with recently, and I just haven't been that impressed with. Damn, Samuel Jackson was going to do the right thing. Okay, here's one. Because people, you know, always say this, but then... Uh, and Patriot. About, and... like, a tough choice. But then they never really ask the question. They, they ask the hypothetical, but then it's, it's like a hypothetical to a hypothetical. But uh, gun to head, gun to balls. Which one would you choose? <laughs> Gun to head, gun to balls? Yeah. And, and let me put in this stipulation. Let's say it's going to be a small caliber. So okay. you might not die with a gunshot wound to the head, but you're definitely going to lose your balls. And, see, but you can bleed out faster from your balls than you can from your head. Dude. That's, a, that's the thing that scares me most. Okay, I'm let, not let me put it like this. You're, you're in a hospital. You're in a hospital, so if you can be saved, you will be saved. Oh, then gun the balls, man. I don't need my balls. Just don't blow my dick off. You still there? I'm still here. I'm thinking. That's me thinking. <laughs> uh, No, gun the balls, man. You know what? Because now that of... I think about it, now that you said it like that, I think I would choose the gun to balls because, yeah, plastic surgery and shit. Probably yeah, no, not only that, yeah. you're... Your your dick and heart's just blood. Your balls have nothing to do with that. Okay, okay, I'm gonna change it a bit. Gun to head, gun to balls, same stipulation, but you might lose your dick. Gun to head, don't do. Because why am I living if I can't get hard and have sex? Why am I alive? Okay, yeah, same, same. I'm taking a, I'm taking a chance with a gun to the head. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, yo, man, be careful, right? Hit it so it ricochets off. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking people have been shot in the head and lived normal lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a nine millimeter. Probably won't kill me if it's not that, like, you know, if you hit it towards the top, it'll bounce I'm off. I'm gonna say go. it's a smaller caliber. It's one of those those lady those guns that like from the the a film noir where, where the lady pulls one out of the purse. Yep. I'm gonna say one of those, so, but uh, so yeah, yeah, gun to head, gun to head, gun to head, because if if there's a risk of me losing my balls, I don't I don't want to be part of that life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live that life. Um, I got one for you, Reg. Okay. Uh, would you rather have sort of along the lines of junk and such? Would you rather have an unpredictable ten minute erection comes around randomly, but it doesn't go away for at least ten minutes? Or only be able to be able to get a wreck for ten minutes every week. Uh, unpredictable. 
Rest didn't even hesitate. He even let me explain it. He'd be like, no, give me an unpredictable. You tell me I can only get an erection 10 minutes out of a week? Hell no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Even if you can set your set it so you can be no, like, I'm gonna because use that's, here, I'm gonna that's, use. that's 10 minutes <laughs> of sex a week? No. Hell no. And that's only, if you, that's only if you don't masturbate. I mean, yeah. I mean, that would be, hey, babe, we got 10 minutes. We got I mean, that's, you don't even have time for foreplay. Uh-uh. You're like, yo. Well, you can foreplay, and then it's like, all right, I'm going to, well, they can't do foreplay on you. Right. <laughs> that's not fun. I guess. Yeah, that's not fun. That's horrible. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's one. Here's one. Would you rather never be able, never read another book, or never listen to new music? Never be able to not so no audio books either. Yeah, no audio books, no no loopholes. Uh, or never listen to new music. music. (laughs) Or no new music. So here's my question. If I go and see an artist, I already like go to a concert to see an artist. What happens when they play a song I've never heard before? Let's we're gonna go Black Mirror on it. Uh, you just hear a buzzing noise or something. And it, mm. Damn, that's hard. And and for the book thing, um, we're talking about like reading for fun or whatever. Yeah, it includes comic books and shit too. But uh, you know, like you could, if you need to read for like work or something, and or or further education, then you can do that. But I'm gonna say no more new music. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm going books. I would rather never read another book. I I don't think I could live with that. I I couldn't live without new music. Imagine going to the movies, new soundtracks that you don't get to hear. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I get that, but like, I have so much music that I've heard before that I could, like, I could still listen to a shitload of stuff and be okay. I can't imagine not being able to read a book again. Because you know what would happen the second after I agreed to that? Fucking J- uh, George R. R. Martin releases the last book of fucking na- of uh, what you call it, Game, of, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones, and then I'd have to try and murder somebody, you know? Yeah, I don't want to murder somebody because okay. I would. Okay, okay. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. As much as you like to go to concerts too, I know, but I mean, I just it would just I'd have to just hit all the reunion ones. It'd be so weird being in a concert and be like, oh, I love this song, uh, na 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 na, and now for a new hit. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, why do you bring your headphones? Because uh, whenever the new music plays, all I hear is a dull. I picked the books, guys. Okay, I picked the books. <laughs> hmm. um, would you rather be able to read, write, and speak every language, or be able to fly as high as a bird and swim as deep as a well? That's a stupid question, Jonathan. Fly and swim. That's that's not even really. Yes. Oh man, I take every language. No, you can enjoy your languages while I'm flying with the birds. 
and swimming with, swimming with the whales and, and fish and stuff. Screw that noise. Yeah. I get to fly. Giant squid and sharks. I get to fly, so I get to fly. Hmm. I would be the world's best translator. Make tons of money Shit, until, tons until of Google money. puts you out of a job. Do you know they've got mm-hmm. these? They've got these new things where um, it's like a earpiece where you can put it in your ear, and when people speak in a foreign language, it will translate. And then I guess you speak, and then they can hear you in their language. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a long way off from mass production. Until then, I'd be dealing with NBA players who were like, "I'm going to China." I'd be like, "Yo, bro, I speak fluent Chinese. I speak every dialect of Chinese." Yeah, but I mean. There are already a lot of translators that people get to. I just don't know. Uh, unless you're going to speak to all these indigenous uh, uh, right. people that, that are like, I their tr- languages are dying. The fact that I, exactly, the fact that I'm reading, I can read all languages. I could help, I could help archaeologists. I literally could do almost any job. And as a person who has sat in on um, discussions about interpreters, because uh, working in the contracts department, uh, we recently at my company just got rid of our um, one of the uh, interpreter companies. Those motherfuckers make bank. They make a lot of money. Mm. And I'd be making bank. Okay. Well, I've got one for you. Hit uh, me with it. Would you rather experience the beginning of Earth or the end of Earth? The end of Earth. Wait, how am I experiencing this? Am I on the Earth or am I You're watching safe. it from? You're safe. The end of Earth. I'd love to see the sun's corona just torch shit. Although it would be kind of cool to see the Earth. Like, if you could watch them fast forward the last, the first a million years of the Earth versus the last million years of the Earth. Mm-hmm. You could go see the uh, collision between Thea and Earth that made the moon. That shit would be pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, I think I would rather see the beginning. Hmm. Because You know what? To see if you it all can... form and come together and be like, there's my planet. That's not my, only that, my beautiful blue ball. Not only that, I'd like to see it just to see how the oceans got, you know. Yeah. Where the water made it onto it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I'm, I don't know what it is, but I watched this great um, What If show. Uh, and one of the episodes, what, what would happen if the Earth, the, the Earth was basically drowned? And in it, a comet. Um, an asteroid collides with a comet made of ice, which forms this gigantic ring around the Earth. And then over like a 100 years, the ice begins to fall on the Earth as as rain as it gets pulled into the atmosphere. And it just, you know, all of a sudden we have tons and tons of rain that we didn't have. Eventually everything gets flooded and it talks about how you potentially could survive, whatever. So it would be cool to see how the oceans got to – went from like a molten planet to – these deep ass oceans that we have now. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I've got, I've got two more. Um, well, well, before you do your okay. last two, let me, let me hit you with one. Uh, would you rather take a bullet for Trump or have Mike Pence be president until 2024? Do I die? If I take the no. bullet? Oh, okay, I'll take the bullet. Hmm. I, I'm I, taking the bullet, too. Yeah, I just... I, I have faith that he'll be gone in 2020. Uh, I don't think... 
I, I doubt he runs, and if he does run, I think he loses. Um, or I think, you know, all the negative publicity from the Mueller investigation forces him out. So I don't think we see Trump pass 2024. But the idea of Pence there, that's six years of a whole fucking lot of damage. And Pence is smart enough and, and knows the, the smart people to, to you know, the, the only thing saving the country is incompetence of Trump. We wouldn't have that with Pence. So, yeah, hmm. I'll, I'll take that bullet. Plus, yeah, I'll be the guy that. that took a bullet for the president. You just, I, I'm sure I can make some money off of that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um sci-fi action or horror, you have to erase one of them. Uh, action is safe. So the question is is it sci-fi or horror? Mm. Mm. That's interesting. I'm probably eliminating horror. Oh, wow. I'm getting rid of action movies. No, action movies are too good. They're good, but I love I love me some sci-fi and horror. I do too, but I like more action movies than I do like horror movies. And that's the way I look at it. There are some great horror movies that are some of my favorite movies, but overall, horror is a genre that I think gets it wrong more often than it gets it right. Mm-hmm. And, I agree with you, and I think that's because horror is made so cheaply. And it's not made in the bulk the way the action is. So I think I would go, I think I would stick with sci-fi, because I be hard for me to lose Star Wars and Star Trek, Star Trek aliens. and Aliens and Predator, and there's so much sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, Blade Runner, all the dystopian stuff, the fifth element. Um, but yeah, it would, I, you know what, another thing that sort of, sort of, um, sort of helps with the whole idea of reason why we keep sci-fi over horror, I think you can do sci-fi action and you can do horror sci-fi, but like horror action doesn't really work. So I, I would pick the two that are more applicable together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, if you could erase one of these administrations, the Trump administration, either Bush administration, or Reagan, which one would you do? Trump, Bushes, or Reagan? I gotta go with Trump. If for no other reason we survived all that other shit. Um, I think for me, uh, I would get rid of George W. Bush, if only for the number of lives you would save. That's like millions of people you're bringing back. And with a different administration, you might stop 9-11. Which then stops all the Patriot Act and all that other bullshit. You know what? I might be able to agree with you because now I think about it, I wonder if we would even have Trump if it wasn't for Bush. 
Because I think... Well, hold on. No, I take that back. We still had Trump. I don't think we would have Trump if it wasn't for Obama. But I don't know mm. that we would have... Would we have Obama if it wasn't for Bush? I think we'd have Obama if it wasn't for Bush. I don't think we'd have Trump if it wasn't for Obama. I think if we don't have the Tea Party, we don't have Trump. And I don't think we have the Tea Party if we don't have Bush. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, 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 I'll change mine. I'll, 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 I'll double down. I'll, I'll change it and go with Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like I think. That. I feel like Bush is the catalyst for so much of the discord that we have now. Like, what's going on in Yemen? What's going on in Syria? The way Iraq became a shit show. Um, Libya. That's that's Obama owns that one for sure. Okay, here's one, and this is one I just thought of off the top of my head, so give me a second. Okay. Which empire never falls would you... Yeah, of these three empires that fell, which one would you save and it never fell? Okay, Genghis Genghis Khan. Yep. Carthage. Alexander the Great's empire never falls apart. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to throw in um, China never uh, isolates itself from the rest of the world. I'm going with Genghis Khan. Because while the Mongols are scary, they're also more fair to people who just sort of got with the program. You know, they didn't really do... They didn't do so much slavery... When they enslaved people, but it was a different type of slavery, and you also had a chance to um, be incorporated into their society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the Mongols, I mean, they took people from, they included people from Eastern, um, from Eastern Europe, different tribes of Asia. You know, I think even a bit in the Middle East, I, I kind of think that. If I had to be, say that civilization goes on to be the dominant civilization everywhere, I think I'd rather serve under Genghis Khan than Alexander the Great. Because Alexander the Great, that motherfucker, for he was great, but man, he also was a mental case. Syphilis, yeah. Um, I was thinking, I was leaning towards either Carthage or China. And I say China because it would be interesting to see what the world would look like. Because, I mean, in some instances, China was, like, light years ahead of other parts of the world, you know. Um, So, if it wasn't for their isolation, who knows what the world would look like. If if they had just continued to spread, you know. Uh, So, there's that. And then on the other side, same thing, Carthage. If it wasn't for the Punic Wars and Carthage losing... Rome would not have become this, the the nation and empire that it became. Uh, Rome basically unified because of a threat like Carthage. So it would be interesting. And, and I think a lot of Western civilization is directly related to, you know, you can directly relate it to Rome. So it would be interesting what the West looks like in a world where Rome never existed. So yeah, I, I don't Rome, know. I guess I would go with the Carthage thing because what the West has done to the world is kind of kind of horrible. I get that, but I don't. I think the Roman Empire is actually one that was 
more beneficial for society than almost any other ancient civilization outside of maybe the Greeks. And to a lesser extent, the Egyptians. Um, I don't think you can blame what hap- what Western civilizations did to the world on Rome. Just no, because- I'm not blaming it on Rome. I'm saying that if Rome did exist, that stuff would not have... The world would have taken a different turn. Mm, I mean, I guess. I just think Rome was so important for the idea of what a civilized... Well, not necessarily a civilized, but what a functioning civilization is the, the construction of of roads their engineering um their aqueduct systems the way they perfected those things in some cases invented it's just but other civilizations so, did that too the mayans had roads aztec had roads they had trails they didn't have roads i i think it's a little different mm-hmm. like I mean that's I mean that's literally the reason why the Roman Empire was so strong. It had nothing to do with the fact that they were smarter, more intelligent as a fighting force. It's the fact that because of their roads, they could get almost anywhere three to four times faster than most conventional armies could. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, this is my last one. Uh, would you rather have the ability to heal other people, but? At the cost of your own life. Every time you heal someone, you shorten your life by an hour. Or you can heal from anything as long as you touch someone else, but you take a year of life away from them. Um, shit. Do I know how long I'm going to live? You don't know. I wonder if I healed myself if I healed myself of 10 years of damage would that only take a hour of my life? What? Got, like so let's say I've healed 30,000 people. Can I then self heal myself? No, you can't. But you can't. That's that's like asking for more wishes. Get out of here with that. Well, you got to try every single loophole. Um, now when we say heal anything, I have to be alive, correct? Uh, let's say yes. Okay, in that case, I'll heal other people. If I could die and someone just touched my hand to somebody, then I would do that one. Because then I would just be like... I'd go into the jungles in Africa and I'd fucking be like, I have a response team that finds my body and I go looking for Boko Haram. I go in the mounds of Afghanistan. I just fuck the worst people up, touch my body, somebody else. And we're in back in the game again. But if I have to survive, that throws that whole plan out. Um, I would go with healing other people because I would do it two ways. One, I would heal the people most important to me, people in my own life. And the other one is I would charge people shit tons to heal them. And then I would use that money to help other people. How, Not necessarily how healing of them. Heal, um, I'd probably end up healing a lot of people, I would imagine. Like, um, say you broke your leg skiing. I would want to heal that. It's only an hour. 
I uh, find out someone, one of my friends has cancer, I would try and heal that. Uh, someone's kid had, would this work on like uh, brain injuries or mental disorders yes. or yes. disabilities? And, the, and exactly, I would want to be able to help, you know, people I came across as well as people who are dealing with that. Um, it would be tough being young getting that because you're like, man, do I want to go from being potentially being 75 to being 70? By doing all this? It's an hour, you say? Yeah. That's a lot of 24 hours a day. So if I feel... Uh, every time I heal 24 people, I lose a day. Yeah, I could heal a shitload of people that way. Uh, let me think. One second. Where's my calculator? <laughs> you calculate how many people you'd heal before 24 times 365. So I could heal 8,760 people, and that would cost me a year. That's a lot of people you could save. Okay, okay. L- let me change it then. What if it is... If you do a decade, that's 87,000 people! What if it was a day? A day? Oh, um, I mean, I'd still probably take the healing, but I'm going to be very selective. Mm-hmm. Okay. The 365 people, yeah, that's not... That's, that looks a little different. In that case, that's like, I'm, I'm reserving, like... 300 of my friends and then 65 lucky people. <laughs> um, you talked me into the healing because I was going to go with the uh, the year. I, I mean, uh, heal myself. No, I'm going to go with heal myself. I'd rather heal myself. Mm, I would just use my money to make it so that I was as healthy as possible and protected and then I would just heal other people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I guess I'm the selfless bastard here. <laughs> I know. I expected that to be me, to be honest. Usually that's that's my position. Well, Reg, I think that was a good good question to close out on. Um, what are some of your guys' answers? You know, are you guys getting rid of Samuel Jackson? Are you keeping Morgan Freeman? What are you, what are you doing? Are you healing people or are you healing yourself? Yeah. Are you the monster or are you the helper? And Let um, us know. Yeah, we just did uh would you rathers and um you know what are you gonna keep uh hypotheticals but uh we were thinking about doing a uh uh fuck mary kill thing i think we're gonna save that for another time um mostly because i'm hesitant because i it's a fun game to play but then i don't know if i want that shit recorded (laughs) it can be very problematic right it gets i think it gets problematic real quick but um I, I still, well, I still find that to be kind of interesting. Like one I had. Uh, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're yeah, definitely, we're gonna definitely do gonna. Do it. Do I have it. some great ones. Okay, but here's one I had. We'll do one each real quick. I had a uh, uh, Stacy Dash, Tommy Lauren, or the Kent State Gun Girl. Oh God, that's horrific. That's, uh, that's almost as bad as mine. Um, fuck. Uh, Kent State Girl, Tommy Lauren, and what was the other one? Stacy Dash. Yeah. Oh, God. Killing Tommy Lauren. She does more damage. Um, I guess fucking the Kent State girl and marrying Stacey Dash. She's closer to my age. I bet she has cooler friends than the other two people. And despite who I married, I'm actually not a big fan of Blonde. So those are my rules, reasons. Um, 
I, I'm going to agree with you, except I think I'm going to bang Tommy Warren and kill the Ken Stank girl, gun girl. Just because I don't want her to become the new Tommy Warren. I don't think she will. And that's the reason why I looked. I was like, who's doing more damage? Mm-hmm. Plus, Tommy Lauren's all over the place. She's annoying as fuck. Just but to not have That's to... what I'm saying. I think Tommy Lauren's... Sorry. I think her star's burning... You know, burned... The star that burns bright... Brightest burns quickest or whatever. I, I think that's Tommy yeah. Lauren. Uh, I, I think yeah. she's a Sarah Palin. Then just, she's just a new Sarah Palin. People are going to get bored with her real quick. I don't think so. She's a talking head. Until she gets ugly, she'll have a job. And I think the fact that she banged a black guy might hurt her. <laughs> Dude, she came out pro-choice, so I mean, I don't think that's going to hurt her too no, much. I'm, I'm joking. And I'm, I was joking about that last one. <laughs> I'm positive she's had some... some uh, oh, see? And this is why it gets problematic. BBD. I'm sure she's had some before. And this I'm is why saying. it's problematic. What, what's your um, Jonathan? Do I want to do a fun one, or do I want to do one along the lines of, oh my god. Let's do a fun one. Okay. Gamora, Uh Mantis, Uh or Nebula? I'm killing Mantis. Um, I guess marrying Nebula. No, no, marrying... Marrying Nebula, banging Gamora. Yeah. You are... Oh, that's your your three? Yeah. First of all, I'm not sure that Nebula has a organic vagina. That's number one. She's got attachments, I bet. Yeah, and uh, mm, she's too unstable for me. I, she's someone who's got to go. Um, Gamora might kill me if I do something that's worth it. Nebula might kill me if I forget the milk on the way home. Yeah, but Nebula's can change, and I think she, I think Nebula in love is not like that. I don't. I, that's just that's my that's where I'm thinking. Maybe I'm rolling the dice uh, on that one. I am. I am having sex with Gamora and I'm marrying Mantis. I'm killing Nebula. One, I think Mantis is hot. I think Mantis is boring. I think she. I think she's hot. I think she's cute, and I like the fact that she, she doesn't hasn't experienced much of the galaxy. So I think it will be fun to. Uh, spend your life with someone who gets to experience all these new things and be amazed by it. Like she hasn't been jaded by all the shit that's that is wrong with the galaxy. I think she would always be a shining light in the darkness. Hmm, that's interesting. That's that's a good thought. Anyway, uh, that's just a taste of I guess a topic we're gonna do at another time. But uh, I think we're gonna leave it at that. We want as always want to thank you all for listening. Uh, speak your truth. Tell your story. And stay woke. You can find John at TempeWMF on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find his other stuff at TempeWorld.com. And you can find Reggie at Hedonis, that's H I D A N A S. He co hosts, in my humble opinion, and the Cinema Chat podcast. <laughs>